Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, and welcome back to the show. Um, we got a pretty good show to talk about, but first things first, some sad news to report. Oh, uh, Ed Asner, he uh, passed away this morning, he died. He was 91. Yeah. Um, He's noted for, um, oh, he was with that show with uh, Betty White. And people are also um, tweeting about Betty White because... Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to search for that show, but, cause, uh, she's the only one left in that, in that cast. Oh, is she? Yes. Wow. Okay, I, I know what you show, I know what show you're talking about. I did not know that. Let me go on to Twitter real quick, cause I, cause they were, po- they were posting a famous scene where, uh, I guess everybody was crying and, uh, they're like, yeah, well, uh, how about we get a, 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 a tissue? And everybody, while everybody was hugging, they, um... You know, they all went together, hugging intact, and got got a tissue box. Okay. Ah, he was with the Mary Tyler Moore show. I was talking about Lou Grant. Okay. The show Lou Grant. He was also Mary Tyler Moore. Mm-hmm. For those of you who kind of don't really know him as an actor, he was also a voice actor, so you probably know him as... Uh, uh, I know he up. was... Uh, um, he, yeah, he was up. Oh, he was the, the grandpa. Yeah, yeah he's a grandpa man. I know. Yeah. He uh, was also in the boondocks as uh Wunstler, Mr. Wunstler. Oh yeah. Um, um he was also in Gargoyles. He was uh the second in command. Yeah. Yeah. Which was oh, he was also in uh Superman as Granny Goodness. That was him. That was Granny Goodness? That's him. Wow, okay. Damn. That's good. <laughs> According good. to him, seeing the tweet from Variety, he was married twice, second time to producer Sidney Gilmore, and divorced, twice divorced, and he is survived by four children. So they were all, well, yeah. his kids were with him, and you know when it was the end. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, all these memorable roles and stuff like that he did. Uh, the role that I'll always remember him as was uh, Freakazoid, Cosgrove. <laughs> that was. Yeah, he was the one that put that show together. Good old Cosgrove. Oh, yeah. Always with, uh, you know, the thing that's irrelevant from the main mission, but it worked just fine. You know, I got to go save these kids. Oh, hey, hey Freakazoid, you want to go up to cross, you, uh, you want to go across town to go to the Honey Festival? All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, just weird things. Yeah. And I never had so much honey in my entire life. Ah, it was good. Never knew you could do so much with honey. And he did the, and he did it again with uh, that one Teen Titans episode where uh, they brought back Freakazoid for a moment and and you know everything was going you know the Teen Titans way until once again Cosgrove hey Freakazoid I'm having the donut well I, I can't I got to say do this mission I'm buying okay <laughs> <laughs> and they were just talking about the history of donuts well a certain history like you know chocolate eclairs but they're actually called Long Johns in the East Coast. But declares are still considered long johns. And they just kept on going and going. Uh, as, as, to be honest, that's like one of their best episodes on Teen Titans Go. And yeah, the, the, the episode was called Hugbies. Yes. Yes. Don't know, it's a running gag from Freakazoid. But yeah, Hugbies. Hugbies. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, man. You, you, True gentleman. He was, he was he was great, multi-talented. You know, he was a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's funny too. There, there's not there's not that much actors like him anymore. Or oh, I mean, character actors. Character actors. Well, there's Keith David, 
Uh, oh. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to think. Bojack. You mean Will Arnett? No. Famous character actors. Oh, what's her name? <laughs> There's her. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And I said too, she was the best part of the show, and I'm surprised they didn't give her her own spin-off series. Well, in this case, they'd have to. <laughs> they should have. She was great. Is it Marianne? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. I can't yeah, I can't remember her name, but yeah, she was really good. Um, yeah, like it's really not that much good character actors. You have a lot of method actors and stuff like that, but yeah. yeah but. Well, I do like that guy who played the question. He was that detective from the Frighteners. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was really good. He yeah. is really good. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's funny too because a lot of the, it's funny a lot of the DC animated series like back in the nineties, like back in the nineties and early two thousands, a lot of the actors were really talented multi uh, multi talented actors. You know, compared to now, there yeah, there's like big difference. You tell big difference, uh, big big difference. But, you know, times change and all that. Yeah. So, uh, besides that, uh, Gamescom. Gamescom passed this week as well. A lot of interesting uh, games and trailers and stuff like that. Uh, the one that surprised me the most was the actual release date for the new KOF game. Um, can't wait for it. They, they kind of tweaked and introduced... Uh, some old variant systems and also introduce some new ones so um which is not bad that's really good a lot of new characters uh some some fan favorites and stuff like that still no team usa oh how do you Brian battler and lucky glover yeah <laughs> the tallest player of the entire series Woo. uh Kind of hashtag bring back Team USA. Um, <laughs> yeah, but still, it looks really great. Uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, beat em up game, that looks so good. It reminds me a lot of the Scott Pilgrim game. And uh, they're making April O'Neil a playable character. And in that trailer alone, she looks like the best character in the game, uh, which is great. Quake got re-released on the Xbox, which is awesome. I loved Quake. Quake was great. Quake like, was fun. From the ground up, it looked like, you know, I forgot which system it originally came out of, 95, 98, Windows. Oh, it was on PC, dude. Oh, that's what I meant, on PC. Yeah. I mean, they did everything from the ground up, but it still had that, uh, well, what would, if, you had a, if you had the PC back in those days... Almost a lot of first, it was like a lot of the first person shooters back then. It was like, it was Doom, and then there was tons of Doom clones. Quake was different. Quake was its Quake was its own thing, and it showed yeah. because um, like the textures looked kind of crap, but there was the gunplay, the speed, the speed of the game, 
Oh my god, the speed of the game. Uh, it was because of that speed. That's when they made the, the Quake tournament. Quake Online. Oh man, Quake 3. Yeah, and I saw what they did. They just revamped it from scratch, but it still had that nice, nostalgic, crappy look. Oh yeah. yeah. But... They didn't mess with the gameplay and all that stuff. Everything is fine. Everything is great. Yeah, yeah. All they did, and they just fine-tuned it. Oh, and... Oh, man, I was so happy when I heard this. And um, you get all the you get, you get all the um, add-ons from the original game series. And they personally made a brand new one. Brand, a, a brand new add-on to, to, to the original Quake. I was like, ah, it's awesome. Forget Call of Duty. Let's go back to Quake. I'm not really a big fan of Call of Duty anyway, so... No, oh, just, okay. no I'm just saying, you know, it, it, it'll... it'll um, Back to basics. Yeah. Pretty much. It's back to basics, but with a little bit of more panache. Yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, that old saying, you know, uh, the old ways sometimes are the best ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let's see if they can do Quake 3. <laughs> Yeah, um, Quake Online, yeah, Quake Arena. Oh, man. So much time, though. Such a good game. Yeah. But other, but there was, like, other games, too, and everything. Like, a lot of trailers for Psychonauts 2. Cannot wait to play that. Um, not only that, too, uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 has been getting a lot of love. With the new Genesis game, the new class, and everything like that. I've been playing it for a while. It's phenomenal. It is great. If you guys haven't had a chance to play it, play it. You, you won't be disappointed. Um, not only that, too, but like some new fighting games as well. Some some, in, some indie stuff and everything. Um, Digital Devolver. A lot of crazy stuff from them. Just can't wait. Uh, uh, more overall, you know, Gamescom was really good. Um, is it worth? Is would Gamescom be the like the spiritual successor to E three? Not necessarily, because they do their own thing, and they do their own thing. Awesome. So up next after uh, for uh, the current status of the gaming of the gaming convention calendar would be TGS but as of now with what's going on with the pandemic in uh, Japan we don't know if they if it's still going on or yeah yeah well um, we still don't know if it's still going on live or they're gonna do it like last year oh hold on okay oh well this is uh, a tweet from four days ago well this just uh Huh. Attention, um, this is from them. The actual uh, first time in TGS history, a full orchestra will perform numerous gaming masterpieces that painted various generations. Its name is Tokyo Game Music FES. Or oh. FES. Okay. Details will be announced uh, September 1st. Look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like they're still going to be going on live. Yeah, Sega Atlas will have a live stream for a Tokyo Game Show 2021 as they did for last year. Okay. So they have their own little thing. Sega Atlas channel. Well, it looks like everything's becoming big. No, so I think they're. Oh, and, and, and a sign note for Sega, the Sega Atlas stream. It'll start Friday, October 1st, and it'll continue on until uh, Sunday the 3rd. But that's just Sega. Yeah. 
So, okay, so then I guess that means that they're still going to be going forward live. You know, in person, I think. But I think they're going to be doing it in person slash... The press conferences are going to be, like, slashed online. So people could see, so... Yeah, I'm um, seeing a plan for exhibition at Tokyo Game Show 2021 online. So I don't know. So it looks like they're going to... Uh, I think they're still doing it online. But there are 200 companies planned for doing it. Okay. Well. So I mean, it's online, but they're going to... Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Okay. And for reference, uh, it starts on Thursday, the thirtieth of September, and it ends on October third. Okay. So that's not bad. All right. So uh, we'll keep you guys up to date on that and everything there. Uh, speaking of which, of September, um, Netflix announced that they're going to release the new series of of, of uh, Baki the Grappler, uh, Baki Hama, uh, worldwide. In September, they never said what date, but they said that um, it's going to be world. They're going to release it worldwide, and they're just going to go with it. So that's going to be interesting. Mm. Um, not only that, another thing that's interesting too that's going on is that um, the Super Nintendo turned thirty. Uh, yeah, thirty years. Um, here's some interesting facts about the Super Nintendo being 30. It came late in the fourth generation um, of gaming. Because the fourth generation started with the TurboGrafx-16. Or the... Um, from NEC. PC Engine? The PC Engine. Yeah. With the PC Engine. Then came uh, Sega with their... Uh, Mega system. Mega. Mega drive. The Genesis. Yes, Mega drive. Thank you. Uh, and the Genesis. And they both came out in the late 80s. Then the, the Super Nintendo, or the SNES, the Super N or SNES, but SNES for short, um, that came out in 91. They had to play catch-up for a little bit. And ultimately, because of the infamous 16-bit wars, they lost... No, technically they won. They won it. They just lost in certain markets. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, certain certain markets they did kind of lose, or or narrowly lost, or narrowly won. Uh, for example, here in the United States, for a time, the, the Genesis was outselling Nintendo. Was it was outselling the SNES, but eventually the SNES won. Um, Brazil. Um, I think Brazil and certain parts of Europe, the SNES lost ground to uh, Sega. And uh, interesting though, Sega, uh, the SNES did outsell the PC Engine and the uh, Mega Drive Genesis. And it wasn't discontinued until 2003. They kept making it while the 64 was going on. While they were in development of making um, other Game Boys and stuff like that. Says a lot, the popularity of that. That little box. But also, too, on top of that, they did a lot of release a lot of great games that not only became staple of the 16 bit era, but also. Sorry, folks. But also 
uh, some of these games were considered to be, and still to this day, can, could, could be considered to be uh, some of the greatest games of all time. You had Chrono's Trigger, uh, Final Fantasy VI, uh, the, the first three Mana series, Super Metroid, yeah. Link to the Past. Super Castlevania 4, Super which Cas- was the first game that pushed the computer chips of the uh, SNES to its limit. Yeah, it was. Um, Pilot Wings. It was uh, Star Fox. Super uh, Super Mario World. Uh, Yoshi's Island. Mario Kart. Mario Kart, that's right. You know, and the list can go on and on and on. Street Fighter 2. Yeah, I mean, if you can go go to the arcades, well, guess what? You can take it home with you. Hooray! And for those of you who are old enough, if you know that secret code, you can somehow turn it into Championship Edition. Yeah. Good times. But, uh... Contra 3. Con- yeah. Basically, Konami. Konami, oh. like, like, Konami, Capcom. Uh, some of the arcade... Um, some of the great arcade games were ported to the... SNES. Some were good, some were not bad. Batman's. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, Batman Forever. <laughs> Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, and there was some. There was some other great hidden hidden gem games too, out there for the SNES as well. Especially the freaking imports. I mean, God. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, once you know the internet got going, and then we found out the games you know we didn't get. You know, like why the what? you know forgive the language. Why the fuck didn't we get this? Mm-hmm. They kicked ass. Yeah. Why not? Then you see the price. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah, like, for example, I mean, remember on, uh, um, that was that one, I still have their thing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking, I'm trying to look for a Super Nintendo game. Uh, really quick. Uh, sorry to take you guys' time. It's from that one uh, Japanese video game company. Oh, uh, yeah. That they sell, uh, um, all these vintage games uh, in, per- in great condition but unfortunately it will literally probably cost you a torso or a car payment yeah a car payment um, well so far I'm seeing you know the Here, Nintendo but... and uh, I'm trying to find a, a SNES game oh. that probably would never come here alright well a good example let's just say like this okay um, The Last Blade for Neo Geo, um, really good condition. It's in the box with the manual for the Neo Geo ASE system. AES. Oh, for that AES. Thank you. Um, Pre-owned and it's, the best you're gonna get out of it. It's five hundred and twenty dollars plus an additional twenty dollars shipping from Japan. But the plus side is you can you can ask for a best offer, so you can kind kind of haggle. Oh, here we go. So here's a oh. SNES game. Oh, an SNES game that we probably didn't get. It's called Karu, uh, Karu Rao with box and manual, Super Famicom Japanese version. The cheapest they got of that same particular game, $504.93 or best offer, plus 20 bucks shipping and handling in Japan. And mm-hmm. I'm seeing you know, pictures of it. It, came, it comes with the uh, game, the manual, the original box, and uh, I think some artwork. So, yeah, if you are interested in getting... They probably got the Amer- the American uh, SNES games, too. Probably not cheap, you know, as well. But if you're willing to... Uh, 
go for it. Like, for example, Final Fight Tough with Boxing Manual. That probably didn't come to the States. $504.93 plus 20 shipping. So, if you want to check it out, uh, I'm trying to see the uh, name of the uh, seller. Ah, Super Potato underscore Retro underscore Games. So, if you look for them at uh, eBay, because that's what I'm looking at, at eBay, they got a bunch of uh, vintage games, you know, probably uh, Japanese, uh, mostly Japanese. Uh, they probably got some U.S. if in case you can't find any here. Uh, well, it just shows people are willing to buy. Yeah, so. But like I said, it's going to cost an arm and leg car payment or something like that, or a bill payment pretty much. But uh, give them a shot. Take a look. So, yeah. But still, happy birthday to the SNES. Mm-hmm. Um, classic. Classic, classic, classic. Yeah. And uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, we got to give a quick shout out to Carter Fox, our good friend Carter Fox. Um, he's coming out with a new single. I was like, eh, it was uh, it was named after that one. I mean, like, M- oh, oh, that thing I told you because yeah. uh, it reminded me of the Messier catalog from Astronomy. Yes. I, I, well, I, I like Astronomy, but I never took in the courses, but so I kind of know like, oh, he got oh that space thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's M eighty seven. Yes. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, big shout out to our friend Carter Fox. He's coming out with a new single. It's called M eighty seven. Supposedly, it's coming. Uh, the single is coming out sometime in September. And the he's right now currently working on releasing a new album, a new LP. It's coming out sometime in 2022, that he said. And you heard it here first exclusively. And also on top of that, uh, once we get more information about, this, about any other singles or this single. And also... Uh, the album and everything like that, and also the album release date and where you can find it and everything like that, you will get it from us first exclusively. Yeah, and, and the picture, well, he got the, I guess, the idea of M87 from the picture of the actual Messier 87. It's called Virgo A and the Virgo uh, Virgo Cluster, and it's the picture that you probably saw on Twitter where, like, oh, it's the black hole with mm-hmm. the orange flame. Yeah. So that's where he got that, that from. Yeah, okay. So, um, if you have any, if you want to listen to it or you want to have a pretty, pretty good idea, you can always go to the website, ccandtnr.com. Um, just go to the music section we have over there and we have more information about that. I and, liked it though. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, all right then folks, thank you again so much. Have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, be back next week. We'll have more crazy things on pop culture and other things as well Until unless unless there's a you know maybe a shocking or, or a breaking news thing then maybe yeah. maybe earlier yeah maybe earlier um if not oh no wait forgot upcoming week is uh labor day maybe one might do a quick little special on it or not so well technically labor day is going to be on monday the 6th yes so um so we'll, we'll definitely have a show by then well we'll have something yeah if not then we'll let you know ahead of the time okay so until then uh, I am Captain Katz and I'm we are Katz alright thank you guys so much hope you guys have a wonderful time have a wonderful week stay safe out there wear your mask 
um, you know, do what you got to do for the protocol and everything like that. And we'll see you guys next week. And if not, we don't see you guys next week. Hope you guys have a wonderful Veterans uh, Labor, Day. Labor, oh, Labor Day. And stay safe out there and have a good one. Until then, take care. Yo-ho.